Clarity with Katie, episode number 11, part two of how to be happy in your marriage. Hey y'all, looking for clarity? Then stay right here. Hey girl, hey! Oh, that was terrible. Turn that off. Delete I'm it. keeping Delete it. it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> redo. One more time. No, no redos. No do-overs. Guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I got my man here with me again. Come say hello, my love. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. <laughs> Hey, we got some really awesome feedback after our last last podcast episode, and I was so glad to hear that you guys loved it and that you found it useful, but we also got a lot of emails, text messages, messages asking some questions because you wanted a little bit more clarification, like, wait, did I hear that right? Or wait, I don't understand. How does that work? And so we thought we would just hop on here and do um, Q&A. And answer some of the questions we got. Should I should I just read all the questions? Well, I think it might be better to just maybe summarize some of those questions. So, okay, maybe that's a good a good way to do it because a lot of the questions were real similar. True that. True and that. so I think just even summarizing them or just and, and we'll kind of touch on all of them as we go. Okay. So one of the questions is, if I'm feeling conflicted about my spouse or partner's actions, how do I address that without choosing negative emotion? Example, my spouse never does the dishes and I'd appreciate it if they did. Rather than being upset, I can choose to see it different, but wouldn't I still need to address the dishes not being done or having help with them? Do you want to answer that one? Yes, I would love to answer that question. It's my <laughs> I can't favorite. tell if... Any of this is sarcasm. None of it. None of it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so no, for real. I will gladly answer that question. So here's the thing. I think initially, just to simplify this, you have to take a step back because you you asked about how do I address things without negative emotion. Well, understand where that negative emotion is coming from is probably the, the most important piece of it, right? So your negative emotion has nothing to do with the dishes being done or not being done. It has everything to do with your thought about that, right? So you may come in, see the dishes aren't done, and then you have a thought that triggers some sort of negative emotion. And it could be, oh, well, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to help me. He's lazy. Um, he, you know, he doesn't do anything I ask or whatever the, the thought may be. It's triggering this negative emotion in you. And it's all because of a thought and it has, once again, nothing to do with the dishes being done or not being done. So where you can make a request, so that that's where I would say, from that place of frustration, don't make a request from that place. First, clean up your thinking and understand that that thought is triggering that negative emotion. And so how do you want to feel about that? So are there other thoughts available to you that may may trigger other emotions? And it doesn't have to be the exact opposite thought. I think sometimes we feel that or, or we, we think that is that all of a sudden we have to think the exact opposite. So we come in, the dishes aren't done, and we have to think, well, it's all because of my thoughts, so now I have to think that, oh, he's so helpful and he does the dishes really well. Well, that's probably you know, not going to be something that, that you'll believe. So is there other thoughts or are there other thoughts available to you that you can believe that will, will bring you love and maybe compassion and, and have more clean thinking? Then you can be in a place where, 
a request would be appropriate. So good. So, so good. I say amen to that. I want to give a personal example, a personal story, because I, I like to learn from stories and it's just a good way to learn. And you're actually in this story. Wait a second. <laughs> what do you mean? All, all of my best stories include you. Well, this one, it, it'll be interesting. So you'll be able to teach everybody how to deal with their husband when he's absolutely perfect. Oh, so true. But I'm going to actually save that one for another okay. another episode. So recently, very, very recently, we've had to, we've made some dietary changes in our home, some, you know, some restrictions that we are now doing for one of our kids um, for many reasons. But anyways, so I was having some thoughts that were super stressing me out about having to, to do this. And I so badly wanted David to say, don't worry, babe, I'm here. I'm going to figure all of this out. I'll look everything up. I'm going to find out exactly what to eat. I'm going to find out all the meals. I'm going to we're going to know. We're, I'm going to do it all. Don't you worry. And I just sat there in the bed with my laptop kind of looking this stuff up. And I was so, like, I was annoyed. And I was frustrated because he was sitting next to me. And I had a whole bunch of thoughts. And some of my thoughts were, you know, gosh, he doesn't care about this as much as I do. Or I'm I'm the one who's going to have to do everything. And, and you know, I wish he would just just take over and do this and be helpful, all of these things, right? So it wasn't the fact that he wasn't on the laptop looking this stuff up with me. It was literally those thoughts. And I was able to stop myself and say, okay, (laughs) I'm feeling this way. Do I want to feel this way? Is this serving me? Is this serving me? So that's a question you might want to ask yourself when you're feeling these negative emotions towards your spouse is, Is this serving me and do I want to feel this way? So I asked myself that. Is this serving me? No, it's not. It's not. And I do not want to feel this way. And so one of the thoughts that I like to access was, I totally am going to do this. And I got it. I have it. Who better to do it than, than me? And I just started going down the list of all the other amazing things that David does. And there's plenty to choose from. And as I started doing that, and I I started telling myself thoughts that I believed, which was I would do anything for my kids, anything, even if that means spending hours on the laptop looking up certain things and, and researching stuff, totally fine. I'll do it. I'm glad to do it. I'm happy that I get that opportunity to do that. I'm glad that I get to be her mom because I would do anything. So if your spouse doesn't do the dishes... If your spouse, you make a request for your spouse to take out the trash or do something else and he doesn't do it, who better than you, girl? You got this. It feels so much better just to own it and realize that you can totally do it and you're you're fine doing it. Now, this may make you upset because you're thinking, well, he needs to this and he needs to that and he, well, why? Why do you think that he needs to do those things? The reason we want anyone to do anything ever is so we can feel a certain way but your ability to be happy is never dependent on others never never dependent on your spouse never dependent on anyone you can blame them for your unhappiness but that doesn't make it true it just doesn't anything you want to add to that well, no, I just going along with that I think it's important to understand like this may be a new concept 
and it's probably if it's new it's probably completely opposite than what you've been maybe living so it may be uncomfortable at first and it probably will be but that is the part that i really love about this is that it that it it'll feel different but it'll be the most freeing thing when you actually figure it out and start realizing how true it is that your thoughts are creating all your feelings and that you have the ability to feel any way you want no matter what is going on around you and that your happiness isn't dependent on anybody else. It's just dependent on your own thoughts. And, okay, we're going to move on to the next question, but I want to end one more time with this with this part. Do you want to be mad about that? Really ask yourself, do you really want to be mad about the dish, him not doing the dishes or him whatever it whatever it is that he's doing or not doing that you want him to do or not do do you want do you want that for me for example i don't want to be mad about that i don't want to be does that mean i'm perfect no i just told you a story about when i was feeling frustrated the other night but i asked myself do i want to be mad about this and i didn't there are other things that david could do that i wouldn't want to be happy with but that's but those are not one of them so I think it's really important for you to be able to ask yourself that. So going along with the with the statement, there are other things that I would want him to be doing or that he could be doing that I would not want him to be doing is, is this. Remembering that you do not have to approve of every behavior. It doesn't mean that you do not take action to protect yourself or get the results you desire in your life. But at the same time, remembering that any of their behavior does not determine how you feel. It's whatever you're thinking about it. Choose deliberately. Choose on purpose what you want to think and how you want to feel. Sometimes you might want to feel mad. Sometimes you might want to feel disappointed. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But knowing that you get to choose that is very empowering. Okay, are you ready for the next question? I'm ready. Okay, so this says, how does, we've got a couple of these questions like this, so let me see if I can combine them in some way. How does this concept relate to God's expectations of a husband and a wife, even if I'm not supposed to have expectations? Scripture says man loves his wife as God loved the church. He is to honor her and her him. Okay, babe, what you got? I got this. Okay. So I totally agree with the scripture. And so here's the thing. I think this is where the disconnect might be happening is that the scripture would say that you're there to honor and love one another, which is totally true. And the, what the scripture does not say is that you, your sole purpose is to make somebody happy and their purpose is to make you happy and do things that make you happy. And so where this comes in is that that doesn't mean that you don't love your spouse. Of course you do. And and of course you do things that would show your love to your spouse and that you can show up in the way that you want to show up, but your feelings are not dependent on what they do or do not do. And I think that's Maybe the thing that people are getting disconnected on sometimes is that they feel like it's coming from this selfish place that you only think about yourself and that you only do things for yourself. And that's not what we're saying at all. Although sometimes I can understand why that that may sound like that. But really it's just focusing on where your happiness comes from and that it's all your thoughts about what's going on around you 
that can create happiness no matter what circumstance that you're in. So when you understand that and you can you can access love no matter what's going on around you, you will show up as your best self and you will absolutely do all the things that you think a perfect spouse would do, right? You'll show up in your best way possible if you're accessing love and those loving thoughts all the time. So I think that's where the idea of loving one another and even serving one another and doing things for one another, those things will just automatically happen when you have those loving thoughts and and then you have you're obviously accessing that feeling of love no matter what the other person is or isn't doing. Awesome. Okay, you already started kind of answering the next few questions, but I'm going to I'm going to read these and we'll continue on. It says this makes me feel like I can abandon responsibilities, intimacy, quality time to chores and helping my life partner and duties because I don't care how it impacts you or your feelings. Is that right or is that wrong? Another one was, why be in a relationship if we are going to operate as two independent beings without emotional ties or commitments to one another? Well, and we got a lot of questions that were very similar. So, I mean, and it's all along those same lines. It just doesn't mean that you're going to abandon responsibility or what you, you know, quote unquote responsibility or what you think that you should do as a spouse. Like those are all fine. Like you can totally do whatever you want to do as a spouse, but just understanding the idea that your feelings are somehow tethered to their actions, like that's where things start to kind of fall apart and a lot of frustration will set in. So it's like the idea of just how can you be happier in a marriage, in a relationship, and whatever it is that you that, that's going on in life is that you can do that if you want to do that by accessing these these thoughts of, of love and happiness and, and not just making up stuff that you don't believe, but truly finding a way to think about it that will create feelings that you want to feel. And so... Um, I just don't think that we we get too caught up in the idea that maybe it's, you know, that this means that we don't have to do anything. Why are we in a relationship? Why do we do all this, these things if, if it's just about us? And it's not, it's just how are, how do you, ultimately it comes down to this. How do you want to show up as a spouse or as a friend or whatever it is? How do you want to show up and how do you want to, to be, be feeling? And that is all dependent on on you and your thoughts and nothing else around you. I think if you want to be scriptural about it, in some ways there's that scripture to act and not be acted upon. I think that's just an interesting way to look at it. Like you could say, well, if you want to act, meaning you're going to take responsibility for everything that goes on and especially how you feel, and you're not just going to be acted upon, meaning in in this term like, hey, everything that goes around around me is going to cause my feelings. And I think that's just an interesting way to look at it is that it's all about you and how you want to show up and you're in total control of all of it. But when you do it, you will show up as your best self. Love that. So if you're asking yourself, why do anything? Why serve my spouse? Why say nice things to my spouse? Why do these these things if if they really and truly cannot cause them to feel happy and my answer to that is because loving feels good love feels so good if given a choice most of us would choose to feel love toward our spouse over any other emotion what does it feel like to have loving thoughts about your spouse. Think about a time when you just thought all of these amazing things about your spouse and you felt that love. Is it not hands down the best feeling in the world? 
You can have that whenever you want, whenever you want. Your relationship with your spouse is simply your thoughts about them. Plain and simple as that. I think where a lot of us get hung up is we are, we've been taught forever since since forever, that our responsibility is to make our spouse happy and their responsibility is to make us happy. So we're thinking if we're doing anything other than trying to do those things that we're being selfish. We think to take care of ourselves is being selfish. I want to ask you, what do you think taking care of yourself looks like? Because that will be very telling. That will be very telling of maybe why you find this, this hard to understand or believe. For me, taking care of myself is to have loving thoughts about myself, being kind to myself, being patient with myself. And when I'm doing that, when I'm putting myself first that way, that is when I show up as the best spouse I could possibly be. It's the opposite of being selfish. I would say this past year and a half, year to year and a half, I have put myself first and I love my husband more than I ever, ever have in our whole marriage, in our entire marriage. So I understand how we can kind of get hung up, but stop and pause and ask yourself these questions. Really ponder on them. No, and I think that's a good point of what do you make it mean when we say put yourself first. I think that's a, that's really a key. You kind of have to look at that and what you're making that mean because it could mean something completely different. It probably does if you're thinking something negative about it, but something completely different than what we're trying to say. And I think just one kind of side note with all this too is that there are so many things uh, if you're looking for your spouse to make you happy, and we've kind of said this, but you it will just lead to so many opportunities to be frustrated, right? Because there's going to be things that they just don't do that maybe you wanted them to do and this the, that whole idea of the manual and all that. But I will say this, as you do this work on yourself and understand what is causing all your feelings, which is your thoughts, and then you start accessing this love and no matter what is going on around you, you know at least what is causing your feelings. At least for me, what has happened is that I've I've been coming more from a place of clear thinking and of love. And actually I find myself making less and less requests where it might, you know, might've been something that I would have requested in the past, or maybe I would have gotten frustrated by in the past. And now it's just completely different because I've changed my thinking around it. And so it's just been a testament to me of how really true this and powerful this can be. If you just come from a place of clear thinking and understanding what is causing your feelings, then really anything is is possible in that regard. So good. Thank you so much for asking those questions, y'all. I hope we were able to clear them up. If you have any more, do not hesitate. Email us, write us. We loved answering them, and we want to answer all of your questions. I want to end with this. Do not beat yourself up if you don't feel love. Okay, Just ask yourself, why are you choosing not to feel it? If you're blaming your spouse's actions for your feelings, remind yourself that love is just an emotion and that you get to feel it if you want to. It's only a thought away. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening in, and we will talk to y'all later. Until next time. Bye. Bye.